Hi everyone, I'm back. I've had about a four week break, I think. I actually went through a little bit of a crisis <laughs> thinking, I just can't do this anymore. Something's going to have to give and thought that that was it. I was going to give up podcasting. Um, my work offered me some extra, or an extra job basically, um, more hours and it was going to mean that I was working long hours every day throughout the school holidays and I just thought, how am I going to do it all? How am I going to do all this? And you know what? I went to I went to do the job. I prepared for it. I thought, yep, I'm starting next week. And I went to do the job and it all felt great. It was amazing, but it was doing a pretty full-on job and, and my job's full-on as well, like, you know, lots of responsibilities and things like that. And I just, I just thought, hang on a minute, like this isn't what I want. Like I want to be able to have balance in my life and it was working full-time on the school holidays and I'd always said I wouldn't take on any extra work um, on the school holidays because it's just so hard with the kids at home and our dog was having pups and I just thought, how can I do that? That's full-on like a full-time job as well, looking after the dog and the pups and it just it went against everything that I believe in and what I really want but I thought I would do it because I wanted the experience and I wanted to be able to help out but sometimes you've just got to listen to your gut to your intuition and I just sort of thought hang on a minute I've got to step back I can't do everything I can't I can't do this it's not me it's not what I want it goes against um, my beliefs and my values and I just have to say no. So I felt really sick for a few days saying no um, and thought, you know, I'm a failure and what have I done? I, you know, I can't work full time anymore. And yeah, lots of thoughts and feelings went through my head. Um, but I just thought, no, I'm going to just give everything a break for a while and just see. And I said to Jace, um, I'm not going to do podcasting anymore. And he said, well, maybe, you know, don't say you're not going to do it, but just just give it a break for now. So I did that, and I just thought, you know what, I need to I need to get this message across. I want to talk about quantum physics. There's so much I've still got to say, and I suppose I doubted myself too. Um, not many people, you know, I think oh, not that many people are listening. But when I had a look today, there there actually is a lot of people listening. So thank you, thank you so much. And I think the thing is about podcasting, which is new to me. You know, when you put a, so, a post on social media, it's almost immediate, you know, the response that you get. But with podcasts, it can be weeks or months later that you get more listeners and it grows. And it doesn't have to be, you know, people in your area. This is worldwide. And that's just what amazes me so much about it. So there is people out there that want to listen. And I really appreciate you all. Thank you so much. So like I said, um, today I just wanted to get on and have a chat about quantum physics and that the law of attraction actually operates with the principles of physics. And I've often thought to myself, you know, do we have to really live the life as it's given to us or do we have the power to change things? And research shows that worry and negative thinking play a huge role in our psychological and physical health. On the other hand, positive thinking enhances our mood and improves both our physical and psychological health. And I've seen this a lot lately, um, the last few week, weeks, just with friends and family, 
Um, I just think, you know, a few negative things have happened. And I think it's it's so hard to say it to people, but you're actually attracting it because you're, you know, you're talking negative and you're saying negative things, you're attracting it. And it's just, you know, it's just so powerful. And I can't even explain how much, um, yeah, like so much research has been done on it. And almost all the research has come to the same conclusion that the way we think greatly impacts the way we live. And Uh, there's scientific evidence that when treating depression, people who were given placebo pills showed the same positive results as the people who were given real depression medication. So in other words, what plays a role in our healing process is our thinking pattern. So if we can create healthy thinking habits, we can turn our lives around and get closer to the best version of ourselves. Now, there's a direct relation between the law of attraction and quantum physics. Quantum physics deals with the energy, the tiniest particles that create the energy and how this energy changes these particles. Energy is vibration. So the law of attraction also deals with energy and how our vibration can change our reality. Now, imagine that you're looking at a photo of something that you've never seen before, like an object that's completely unfamiliar to you. And until your brain creates a realistic image, it scans all the information it has until that moment. So trying to connect the new object with what it already knows and has stored in its databank. Hang on, guys. I'll be back in a minute. I've just got to let my dog out. She's just had puppies. I'll talk to you later about that. But um, she's inside at the moment. So I've just got to let her out. I'll be back in a sec. Sorry about that. I'm back. He probably didn't even notice. There wasn't probably a gap here. But um, as I was just saying about the photo, um, for a few seconds, maybe more, you won't be able to make sense of that object until you can understand its shape and its dimensions. And the brain operates with familiar patterns. So once you change these patterns, you create a new reality, which means whatever you feed your brain, you will harvest. In this vast universe, we're all connected and our actions and thoughts affect others constantly. One bad thought leads to another, one bad action towards someone creates another bad action and the ripple effect just continues. In that sense, if we can influence with our thoughts, good things or positive actions, we can most definitely create a chain of positive reactions. And that's what I was just saying about people that I've really noticed how powerful it is, the law of attraction, that um, what you focus on is what you get. And it's just so, you know, it works like a boomerang. What what you sort of put out there, um, you know, you get back. So this helps us understand the power of manifestation and how it redirects our lives and the lives of others. The way we perceive things turns them into a reality. So energy is everywhere and it's it's in everything. All living beings and non-living things have energy. And in old um, Buddhist texts, We see it as everything has a soul and a life, be it living or non-living. And it's amazing to see that many centuries later, science meets with the oldest philosophies and religions to show us that what we already know was in fact the truth. 
So thoughts creating reality and everything having a certain vibrational frequency might still be fairly new to the Western world, but it has been known to the Eastern world for a lot of centuries. So energy can be shifted, reformed, reshaped and redirected. Your reality is your energy. So when you improve it, you improve your quality of life. It's as simple as that. And like I've always said, it's about training your brain to think positives. And, you know, it might be um, that, you know, things are all going really bad in your life. It might be your relationship, your job, you know, money, that sort of thing. But if you're focusing on that, that is what you're going to get more of. So if you're focusing on what you're grateful for and, what things are good in your life, that's when you're attracting more things like that. So the law of attraction is just all about possibilities and turning dreams into reality. So whatever you wish for, you can manifest. And in its principle, like attracts like, when you manifest, you're raising your vibrations in the present moment. In your brain, it becomes your current reality and you're already there. So it's like visualizing it, believing it and achieving it. So everything you dream of is in your hands and you're the creator of your own reality. So according to the law of attraction, there is nothing that is permanently fixed. Everything living or non-living is in a constant flow of energy. It's ever-changing. And that's why you have the power and ability to change your reality by simply raising your vibration. Whatever you put focus on is achievable. So in recent years, the law of attraction became the focal point of physics, especially the quantum um, physics that quantum physicists have discovered that our thoughts have a huge impact on how our lives take shape. The frequency of our thoughts can change the shape of the particles in frozen water. This was an amazing discovery. It simply explains that how our minds are much more powerful than what we realize. So the law of attraction is one of the 12 spiritual laws of the universe. Its principles its principle is to raise your vibration to attract more from the same frequency. So whatever frequency you vibrate in, you attract from that. And we always attract people and things that fit into our state of being and consciousness. We're looking for a way to find our purpose in life. I think we're all always doing that, you know, thinking, what am I here for? You know, what am I doing here? What am I supposed to be doing? And we're all trying to manifest the things that we want to have and what we want to become. But unfortunately, most of the time we're doing it wrong. Our intentions and our energy determine what will come across our path. So if you're trying to manifest love, but you're doing it with very negative intentions or focusing more on the fact that you're single and you'll never be able to find true love, this is a message you are sending out to the universe. I had a friend who was trying to find a partner for a long time, might have been about oh, five or more years, and she just kept saying, they're all the same, they're all assholes, and I'm never going to find anyone. And, you know, she just had that negative mindset. And I just said to her, just believe that it's going to happen. Imagine who it is you want and believe it's going to happen. And she kept saying, no, it's not happening, they're all assholes, rah, rah, rah. But I think when she realized that she had no other choice because her way wasn't working, she actually 
you know, she started believing that she deserved someone good and, you know, she knew what she wanted and she started, I just said to her, just trick your brain and tell yourself my soulmate's around the corner and he's on his way and the reason it hasn't worked out with other guys is because he was meant to be and she has met the absolute love of her life now. So it just proves that when you change your mindset and you change your attitude into more of a positive thinking then you do get what you want and I just love seeing how powerful that was so the universe listens always and when you're in a state of negativity focusing on your singlehood or loneliness you know in that sort of situation wanting a partner or your bad luck or your past relationships these thought patterns reflect on you and when you set your intentions positively however and you already live your life as if you're already you've already found your true love and spend this time rebuilding your life and improving yourself, you're now inviting love into your life. So you have to make room for it. And as soon as you're ready to receive, the universe answers. And as much as um, it's scientific, the law of attraction is also a highly spiritual concept. So spirituality doesn't have to be connected to any religion, although all world religions in their essence are connected to manifestation by way of prayer or meditations and other methods. So you don't have to practice any religion to be a spiritual person. I grew up, you know, not religious or anything like that, but I come across spirituality when we lost Taylor because um, before, just before she died, I said to my dad, I can't stand, I think I want her cremated because I can't stand the thought of her little body in a wooden box rotting away. And I said, that would just kill me forever. And dad said, don't worry about it, Lee. You know, her her body's just her casing. Her spirit leaves the body and, you know, goes off in into heaven and, you know, all of that. So when I thought of it that way I thought oh god that's great you know she's not going to rot away in the ground and you know when we had a funeral we actually had a group of eagles come we released some balloons and a group of eagles I think it might have been two eagles come and flew off with the balloons like they were going to heaven with the balloons and reaching her and I just googled it straight away and I thought what does that mean and it just it's, the um, presence of the eagle meant that it was um, renewal or um, meaning something like uh, there's more to life there's the afterlife you know that sort of thing and it just absolutely blew my mind like it couldn't have been more obvious that the eagles flew with the balloons um, and it was just a, the most amazing thing ever and we've had so many signs so many you know, dragonflies, butterflies, rainbows, um, you name it, songs coming on the radio, just all these things, feathers and everything that I can't not believe in it, you know. It is just too good to be like, yeah, there's no way it can't be true. So I think, you know, like I said, um, you don't have to practice any religion to be spiritual. Your Your spirituality comes from within you and it's, your unique way of connecting with the universe and everything else that's in it because we're all connected. Spirituality goes beyond our physical existence and it's the essence of our soul, our core being. 
your soul is what builds this connection, your energy, and you manifest through your soul from within. So the more we understand and live by the principles of the law of attraction and quantum physics, the easier it will become it will become for us to manifest and visualize our desires. And once we make this a daily practice and act as if it's already there for us, we will have the power to create the reality that we dream of. So I just think it's so powerful that, um, you know, there's actually science behind it and, you know, it's the same um, as I've talked about in previous episodes, it's the same as the reticular activating system and quantum physics is also, you know, more proof that it's just, you know, it's just so amazing. And I just wanted to talk about the three things that I'm grateful for this this um, episode. And the first thing is that our dog had pups and it was just so amazing. She actually had them at the start of the year and we asked the vet, we said, you know, what do you think? Do you wait a heat cycle or do you let them have? And she said, oh, well, you can wait you know, a year or you can let her have maybe, you know, three litters quick and then have her de-sexed. So we thought, oh, well, we'll see how we go. And, you know, we took her down to the breeder and we thought, oh, it might not happen because she had them at the start of the year. It might be too soon or whatever. And she actually had to end up staying there a little while this time because of um, restrictions and um, being in isolation. So we picked her up and we just thought, oh, maybe she's not, you know, she's not showing or anything. She wasn't showing any signs or symptoms. And then about two weeks before, she just got really fat all of a sudden and we thought, oh, my God, she must be pregnant, you know. And this is what she did that last time too, just didn't show at all. She's only a toy poodle, so she's only tiny. So she didn't show until the last minute. And then she just got really, really big really you know every day she was getting bigger and we're like oh my god and last time she had three pups and you know I was um in my meditations and in my gratitude I've got a gratitude journal that I write in every night and I just kept writing I hope um you know that Marley will have pups soon I'm grateful that Marley will have pups soon so I'm already grateful for what's you know happening in the future and I just kept writing that down and I honestly believe that that's what you know, that I manifested the pups because we just loved it so much last time. We we all watched her give birth and it was just amazing. And then, you know, we all um, nursed the pups from birth and then they started running around at about four weeks and we used to just put the picnic rug out on the back lawn and let them all run all over us. And it was just, it made us so happy. I've, I don't think I've ever been that happy. Puppies make you so happy. And I used to just say, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. And, you know, people say to us, oh, didn't you get really attached to them and stuff? And no, we didn't because we knew that they were only here temporary and we knew that, you know, in the end they were starting to really annoy Marley because they were um, biting at her and they were, you know, fighting with each other and she was getting frustrated and I think she just wanted her life back. (laughs) So we sort of, we were happy to give them away and we knew that, um, we sold one to one of our friends in Lakes Entrance where we go for holidays. So we got to catch up with her and, and see the little puppy all grown up. And it was just amazing. It's the best thing. Um, and I think it teaches the kids a lot about life too, you know, about birth and, you know, growing and, and looking after animals and stuff like that. So it's just been the most amazing thing. thing. And when she was having them, 
we thought because last time she had three and we thought oh yeah she might have three maybe four and we took her to the groomers a couple of days before to get her stomach sort of trimmed because the hair all gets tangled and she said oh I'll be I wouldn't be surprised if she has a few fair few more because um you know they often do the second litter they have more than the first litter so and I just thought oh maybe you know you never know she might have four well, she had three and we thought she was done. She um, went outside to go to the toilet and we thought she was done. And next minute she's tapping on the door and I cha- I was changing all her linen. Next minute she was tapping on the door and I thought, what the hell? There was another pup coming out and it would come out on the concrete. So I had to run out there with towels and help her deliver the pup outside and I just thought, oh, my God, that's four. Surely that's it. And then she started, like, pushing and contracting again and she had another one. And um, I had to stay home from work because it was such a long, full-on day. It was seven hours um, that I sat with her and she had the pup. She had one about every hour almost. And I couldn't believe it. I was mess- Jace was at work and the kids were at school. They were they thought she was done. And I kept messaging mum saying, oh, my God, she's having another one. Oh, my God, she's having another one. So it was just amazing. And so, yeah, they're nine days old now, just over a week. And they're just beautiful. She's had um, four black ones and a dark brown one and a light brown one. So it's just the best, the best experience. We absolutely love it. So, um, sorry, that went on for a while, didn't it? (laughs) And the second thing I'm grateful for is freedom. I just really appreciate freedom at the moment that um, we can do what we want. We can make certain choices. You know, like I said, I'm not forced to have to work full time. It's my choice. It's what I chose when we had four kids that I would be the one that works part time and be there for the kids Um, and now I don't have to leave them on the holidays. Well, I'm still doing my job, but I don't have to leave them full-time like I was going to try and do, but just wasn't, wasn't for me. So, and also another thing I find about freedom too, I took Ty, our younger son, to get a COVID test the other day, and I thought, oh, yeah, it might be, you know, an hour or two, take our water bottles Four and a half hours later, it was a drive-through testing site. And when I seen the queue, I thought, oh, my God, this is crazy. But I thought maybe an hour, maybe two. Yeah, by halfway through, I thought, I'm getting out of here. But I couldn't. I felt like I was trapped in the queue and I couldn't get out. I couldn't turn around. You know, I didn't have Jace home. to. If Jace had been home, I would have said, can you come down and sit in the car for a while while I go home? You know, I hadn't eaten. I ha- We were both getting sunburnt through the windows. I, he didn't have anything, you know, to watch or to entertain him. So he's watching YouTube on my phone and we. I didn't take any snacks. Lucky I found a bag of almonds in my ba- bag and he had them. But I just felt so out of control that we were there for four and a half hours and it was a waste of a day and I had all these things to do at home and I just hate that trapped feeling and that almost claustrophobic feeling so I hate being put in those situations but it taught me a few things anyway and I learned from it but um the third thing that I'm grateful for is that Christmas is next week and that we're going to be able to celebrate with family but also um you know I'm really grateful for that but I'm also 
thinking deeply and a lot about people who Christmas is really hard for, you know, so, for so many years for us, it was really bittersweet. I felt so sick that we didn't have Taylan and because we spent a Christmas with Taylan, it just brought it back, you know, just the, the smell of, I don't even know what, of Christmas just brought it back, the weather, um, just everything about it brought it back for me. So there were so many years that it was really bittersweet for us. There was someone missing and that sort of thing. Um, but now I just see, you know, it is hard for people. It's hard for people who are separated or who can't be with their kids Christmas morning, um, for people who haven't got families, who've lost family members. It's just, you know, it can be really hard. While it's one of the most beautiful days for so many, um, it can be really bittersweet and really hard for others. So I'm thinking of you if Christmas is hard for you this year or any year. And please reach out if you ever feel like a chat or anyone ever needs help. I'm always here to have a chat and um, hope that, you know, you can try to see some positives in a hard, you know, hard situation. So that's it for today, guys. I hope, um, I don't know if I'll get on here before Christmas. I sort of find if I lock myself in to say, yep, every fortnight and I get, I get a bit stressed about it because if I don't do it, then I feel bad and, you know, I feel a bit stressed. So I just thought I'd jump on today and record this and have a chat. Hopefully in the new year I'll have some guests on and we can have more of a chat. But um, you can follow me on Instagram at the Law of Attraction with Lee. If you can please, I always say this, don't I? I must be sick of it. <laughs> if you can please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, that would be an amazing help. So the law of attraction is how I live my best life and I hope it can help you to live yours too. See you later, guys. Bye.